Welcome to Literally, the podcast where we literally take you through the entire process of building a business and creating a lit up life. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach for high-performing women that want to live a lit up life while creating the impact and income they desire in their business. I bring my unique education and expertise to the table to help my clients create big results and move through big blocks. What makes this podcast so unique is that you'll hear one client's weekly coaching sessions for six months. These are recordings of our actual coaching sessions, so you'll see their unique challenges and strategies, their ups and downs, and their wins and losses. You'll also get to hear exactly how I coach them through it. I'm so excited for you to join us on this behind-the-scenes journey and gain insight into building your own lit-up life and the business that you desire. All right. Hi, guys. Welcome to season five. I am so freaking excited to start this season for you guys to meet our new guest, for you guys to get to know her better. I think you are going to love it. I think it is going to be so different than anything we've had on the podcast before, which is always uh, a big goal of mine. And so I am just really, really excited. If you've been listening for a while, I am so grateful to you for being here and listening to each season. If you're just joining us, I think this is a great season to start on, but you can certainly go back and listen to the old ones. So we will get started today with just an intro of Erica and getting you to meet her, get to know her, understand where she's at, what she's bringing, what her business is like, all of the things. And then next week you will get to hear our first session. So welcome, Erica. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Hi. I'm so excited for everyone to uh, meet you. I love that you were laughing when I said it's going to be a little different. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Buckle up. (laughs) Buckle up. So tell us first just a little bit about your business, like what you do, um, who you help, all that kind of baseline knowledge for us. Yeah. So I'm a sex and birth coach. <laughs> I said sex. So you will be hearing a lot of new words this season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, so I'm a sex and birth coach. I work with women all over the world and I help uh, women And in extension, couples, but I focus primarily on working with women only at this point with uh, reclaiming their sexuality and expanding and leashing their pleasure, their greatest orgasmic potential, and uh, really fulfill their sexual dreams. Um, And most people are like, what? I can have dreams and goals in my sexuality? Yes, you can. What? It can be better than it is? Yes, it can. And uh, that is, to me, such deeply rewarding work because I see my clients transform not only in their sexuality, but in, in all areas of their lives. So it's, it's a radical, it's, it's a radical kind of work. It's quite provocative in a way. Uh, but to me, it's the most natural and normal thing. And I could talk about sex every day, all day. <laughs> and then Absolutely. when I uh, became pregnant and I gave birth to my uh, first child, I only have one, but it was my first pregnancy and birth. I applied the same tools that I use in sexual expansion and growth on my body and in my conscious preparation for a home birth and had an ecstatic uh, and absolutely like super positive and um, 
empowered, powerful birthing experience. And that made me also realize that, oh, there's so much work to do here. And sexuality and birth, you know, it's the same body part. It's the same, uh, you know, sex makes babies and yeah. yeah. So I, in my opinion, sexuality. It's so much more intertwined than we make it. Oh, right? it's, I mean, I say, and people debate me on this, but I say, um, you know, giving birth is a sexual experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's very, totally. very intimately uh, linked and intertwined. And I love, I love bridging that gap and helping women use their sexual energy and pleasure and power to birth in a really positive and powerful way. So good. Oh, so exciting. And just so happy to have you. And I think what's so cool about what you said too, is that it's kind of how I, it's how I think about you know, even like business coaching to a certain extent is like when we work on one area, the level of like confidence, empowerment, et cetera, that we feel in all these other areas just magnifies. And I know that's exactly what you're saying with your clients too. Like, obviously you have a focal point, right? Of sex and birth coaching, but it's like really like this full life kind of transformation at the same time. Yes. Yeah. 100%. So good. Okay. So tell us about your story, like how you started this business, how you got here, background, walk us through your journey a little bit. Yeah. So it started with my own uh, dissatisfaction and uh, Mm -hmm. frustration in my sexuality. I wasn't happy. Um, So, uh, you know, there's a saying, the best research is me search. And (laughs) yeah, and so it started with me search and then um, me growth, me healing um, and uh, and really unlocking my orgasmic capacity and realizing that I am not uh, an orgasmic. I am not asexual. Uh, In fact, I am multi orgasmic, but it took me years to figure that out. But um yeah so it really started with me just doing a personal development work in my sexuality and then at the same time as that happened I was going through a pretty big life transition and I kind of sparked by that sexual work because it made me like mm-hmm. wake up and be like oh I'm not in the right place I'm not in the right relationship all of that and uh and the same with my career so i was working as a nurse and even though that was exciting you know, challenging fulfilling work to a certain degree it was also not my thing and i had very quickly realized that after i started working as a nurse so i was like what should i do and what should i do and um Universities free in Sweden. So I was looking through the university catalog and I'm like, oh, maybe I should be a journalist. Maybe I should be a graphic designer. And I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck, I wasted so much time on this nursing degree. And then uh, I landed on a page with sexology and it was like, boom. Oh, my God, this is it. And yeah, like a lightning strike moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And and then it's uh, sort of just slowly uh, over the last seven years grew and unfolded in very exciting and non-linear ways. And about four years ago, I started my business about two and a half, about three years ago, I started um, like, yeah, enrolling clients and really working with teaching and um, coaching. And yeah, so it's been, it's been a long journey. Um but it's been 
yeah, slow and slow and steady and really, really beautiful. And in that time that you were in your business, were you full time? Did were you working at as a nurse part time? Like, how did you make that transition? Yes, I was working part time as a nurse uh, as I was studying part time to be to uh, complete a sexology master's degree. At the same time, as I was also working part time for another coach in the industry who um, is a sexuality teacher and tantra teacher and all of that, and then uh, I started working, uh, and then I left nursing, started working full time for this coach, in mostly in ad- doing admin, mm-hmm. uh, but also some like, yeah, like student support. And then I continued doing the master's degree, started doing a pretty full-on online coaching program to become a sex coach. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really layered, working, yep. studying, mm-hmm. practicing uh, for many years um, yep. with more than full time on my plate. And, uh, and it continued like that, high-paced. Uh, working full time and more uh, up until I gave birth, really. Yeah. And so, do you feel like when you look back at that, do you feel like that, like, I hate this terminology, but I'll use it. Like, are you like, oh, that was all worth it? Like, I'm so glad I like studied that much. I'm so glad I like got the master's. I'm so glad I did all those things. Or are you like, I can see now, like I probably didn't have to put in that much time and energy. Like I always wonder that because I always have different thoughts about that when I look back too. I think I overdid it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think most of us do, right? Yeah. I mean, I still, I still sometimes to this day think like, oh, I'm not qualified enough yet or, (laughs) and that's absolute bullshit. Yeah. Um, But no, I wish I'd done things differently because I also suffered from postpartum depression and depletion and burnout. So there's that I was definitely, um, I definitely, I had to deal with the consequences of working too hard and too much. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so helpful to hear almost because I feel like sometimes we think that if someone is like super invested in pleasure and all of those things, it means that could never happen to them. And that that's completely not true, right? Like you can be so invested in all of those things and practices and you can still hit that edge or overwork yourself. And so just seeing the both there, I think is really helpful for people too, where it's not like, oh, if I really focus on pleasure, it means I have none of these tendencies. Like that's not it, right? No, I think if I, exactly, if I hadn't, had pleasure practices and had regular sex, A, I would have been divorced by now and B. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> and that, and that is true. <laughs> yeah. And B, I would have, uh, I would have burned out sooner, but burnout is not inevitable because of it. So I yes. think that is so important. Um, and also this like, oh, I'm a coach, so I should be able to deal with anything. And oh, I'm a coach and I have all these tools. So nothing should be, you know. Yes hard and breaking me down and uh like yeah all of those really distorted <laughs> beliefs totally and the things that 
really fuck us up because then we get an imposter syndrome when really like we're just doing the things that are normal and human and life (laughs) is how that looks. Right. So I think that's so true where it's like, it can get so yeah, just fucked up in our space where it feels like if you teach something, it means you never struggle with something. And that's just so far from the truth. Right. Yes, absolutely. And Honestly, I don't know when I, well, I think I did one jade egg practice two weeks ago, but like my, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am so far from perfect in, in all of the ways. And I'm a, I'm a business owner, a wife, a mother. I try to have some kind of like personal space. Um, but there's food to cook and all of the things to do. And yep. so I, I try. Also in my, on my Instagram account and in my, especially in my relationship with my clients, but also more like publicly and officially like front facing, I do speak about, you know, the reality of my life. I say that I I go to therapy. I've been dealing with, you know, a huge identity crisis after becoming a mother. I'm not perfect. I don't have an orgasm every time I have sex. I can't come in five minutes. Um, Like I am real. And I think that is, that has also helped me humanize myself and not feel like, okay. oh, I have to uphold this unpenetrable, like perfect image. And that is, yes. uh, and that would just add even more pressure on myself. And I'm not interested in that. A hundred percent. And it also adds more pressure on your audience and your community and your clients then too, because they're trying to hold the standard that someone else isn't even holding. Right. So I think that's such a beautiful gift to give them. Yeah. Seven. I also... I get so many positive responses and so much engagement on posts when I'm like, Hey, this is me taking out the trash. (laughs) (laughs) This is what it looks like. (laughs) Yeah. I do not live a glamorous life. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm I'm real and I have struggles and PMS and all of the things. So good. Um, Okay. So tell us why you wanted to work together. Like what made you want coaching, one-on-one coaching, support, all that stuff. Yeah, so I've been in business for a while and I, I know, I know how to run a business. I've, you know, my business was successful. It was picking up steadily and, um, I had a really successful strategy already that I was implementing <laughs> and I was feeling really confident with and it was working. Um, and what I started to feel was, a a desire to have someone to lean on emotionally yeah. and mentally and to have elevated conversations around like is this the most successful strategy or yes. you know what should i do next and helping me identify the like invisible blocks and limiting mindset etc uh, because i felt i had reached a place where i was kind of plateauing in a way Um, and I was like, I don't have to do it alone. I think that's the most helpful thing. And I think that's, what's so helpful about what you're bringing to literally this season is almost this idea of like, I feel like sometimes we think we have to get coaching support. Like when something is like drastically not working or something along those lines, instead of like, sometimes we get coaching support just because it feels fucking great to be supported. Or sometimes we get coaching support just because, um, things are working and we want to take it to the next level or because we just want that sounding board or that space. And so I think this gives permission for that. It's not like you came to me being like everything shit and I need this X, Y, Z thing to work. It was like, things are mostly like, 
going pretty well and they're getting better and better. But I want like the space to like be held in that too, because it's a lot when your business starts to do better and better. (laughs) What you have to hold in that capacity too, which I think everyone will hear in our first few sessions, just like everything that brings up. So yeah, sometimes we need support when it's not going well, but sometimes we need support because it's going well too, right? Yeah, that's what I was feeling. I had hired a VA. Uh, I had done a really successful first uh, course launch. I have like a six month plus waitlist for one on one coaching and like everything was going really well. And, um, and there weren't any like major issues or so. Um, but I was really feeling like, yeah, it feels a little bit lonely here and uh, I have to make all of these decisions on my own and I want to hire more team. Um, and it just, yeah, energetically, it felt a lot to hold on my own. Yeah, exactly. I think that's so true. Um, okay. So next question is then why the podcast? Like I know when we had talked about it, like you were almost like immediately like, Yep. Podcast. Love it. Let's do it. So why, why the podcast? Obviously why we know why coaching, but why record it? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is that I'm an exhibitionist. (laughs) True. (laughs) So we can just get that out of the way. We'll just say that. If you join my uh, my free opt in ecstatic pleasure, you'll see what I mean. Um, <laughs> but um, no, I I I don't have a problem with opening up. Yeah. In fact, it gives me quite a lot of energy, and it feels really mm-hmm. exciting, and it gives me a thrill, and I like that thrill. Um, sometimes I have a little bit of a vulnerability hangover (laughs) (laughs) after I do these things, uh, not just the podcast, but like in general in my life, but I, (laughs) I've just seen this pattern, you know, since a kid and I, at a certain point, I am just accepting myself that this is who I am. Um, so there's that. And then, um, it just felt exciting to to get the support and uh it's i mean it's a good deal i feel (laughs) and and also to inspire someone else and uh and give back i i i've gotten i haven't listened so much to i think uh, season one to three but i came across you lacy in when i think season four just started and I kind of fell in love with Allie and like I felt so much deep gratitude for who she was and sharing so honestly and bravely on a, yeah. on a podcast. So it felt like this is cool. Like this is rad. And if I can help someone and inspire someone to believe that they can be successful in whatever strange area they choose to work in, like if, yes. if someone told me that I would have a five figure business making people orgasm, like I would not have believed you 10 years ago. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Right. You would have been like, Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. I'll be a nurse. Right. I'll be a nurse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. And now, and now I, I am doing that and I'm doing it super successfully. And, and 
Yeah, it's a beautiful way to, I, I feel like, create just an energetic balance in, in what I, what I do and what I want to give and receive. I think the other thing too that comes up for me there is like almost what you were saying earlier, like you really work hard to be transparent about what life looks like and what's real and not have yourself on this like pedestal of like, I am this like sexual goddess and I never take out the trash or have a fight with my husband or any of those things. Right. And so I think this like really aligns to that too, where it's like, I have all of these things and I still want support in business and there are still hard things and there are still goods and there are still bads and all of that. So I think it just like so aligns to your philosophy of like how you show up in general, you know? Yes. And I think we had that conversation on the discovery call or something or at some point, but, and I said, you know, this is excellent practice for me as well, because (laughs) if I I can be this honest and, and transparent, then, then starting my own podcast will feel so easy. Like there's always, I always feel like everything I do is preparing me for the next step or the next evolution. Um, and I, I live by the philosophy that uh, that not any regret. I do have regrets, but, uh, like I don't feel ashamed or that I need to hide things about my life because if I feel like I need to hide them, that means I'm also hiding from them myself in a way. Uh, and they're not integrated. Having said that I'm super private. So you'll never hear me talk about, like, I won't even mention my husband's name and like, I'm super private. I'm super private, but there's something about, the interesting landscape that feels so open and transparent. Yes. I love that. Okay. So with that, tell us, you know, in terms of goals, like we were talking about, like you would have a great launch, things are going really well. What are those next goals? You mentioned hiring team. Like what did you come into this um, coaching kind of looking to accomplish next? Yes, definitely hiring team. So to both, help uh take off plates take off things from my plate that I don't necessarily enjoy at all or any longer yes uh so that it frees up space to scale and uh do more exciting things that is really aligned with my genius and my competence and like my um my pay grade <laughs> <laughs> Not posting on social media. Um, yes. so, <laughs> um, so there's that, uh, money, money mindset and, uh, like deeper psychological work around success, money, uh, growth expansion, all of those invisible murky things that are holding me back. Uh, yeah. that I feel I can't reach or identify or work through on my own. Yep. Uh, I also came to coaching to, and yeah, and just help me really, um, focus and align, yeah. align the things so that I can create the prog- programs and courses and offerings and create a really solid, uh, business plan, strategy, execution, all of that so that I can, uh, forecast income, revenue, and, um, 
and just feel a, a lot more secure and stable in my, yes. in my, in myself, in my business, uh, prepare for another pregnancy and maternity leave. Um, and, um, yeah, I think, I think that kind of sums it up. Absolutely. I think what you do so well, just in the, so just for everyone listening, we, uh, usually record about three sessions before we do the intro session. So we've already had three sessions together. So anyway, context there, but what I, um, what I noticed about you so much, Erica, and what I think you bring to coaching is that you don't put a lot of pressure on one specific goal. And you're very good at having those macro goals. Like you just said of like feeling more secure, being able to project income, preparing for the maternity leave. Like you don't do a lot of the, like make X this month kind of pressured stuff. And I think that's really helpful. And I think how you just described your goals is completely true to like how you, uh, show up in that, you know what I mean? Where it's not about like this one pressured income goal or something like that, but it's kind of like the bigger vision of what you're building. Yes. And that includes being filthy rich, making people come. Absolutely. All the things, both of those things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. But it doesn't, okay. have to, it doesn't have to happen tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Like you just do it without a lot of the like intensity or pressure around it happening in a certain timeline. And I think that's what so many business owners struggle with is the timeline just kills us, you know? Mm. I imagine it's the same in, uh, <laughs> in the work that you're doing. The timeline can kill you. Um, so, totally. okay. <laughs> Tell us yeah, I, life. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I just said to a client yesterday, drop the goal and your orgasm will arrive. <laughs> yes, right. It, it's so similar in business. So I think you like bridge that gap really well. Um, okay. So tell us what life is like for you. Like, we know you're a mom, you're a wife, like just give us like a little bit of a rundown there. So we kind of understand like day to day, what does life look like? Yeah, I have a two and a half year old son. He goes to daycare now. And, um, and like I said, I live a very unglamorous, very (laughs) normal, domestic, quiet life. I used to be a crazy globetrotter, uh, I've lived almost on all the continents, um, traveled a lot on my own. The crazier the adventure, the better. Um, I was going to say burn all bridges, don't look back, but like that sounds a little bit. <laughs> 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 but there's an element of that, of like just go, 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 crazy, crazy. And so my life has really made an incredible complete makeover turnaround yes. kind of thing. And one way that I feel I still get to be that really adventurous and thrill seeking and like, uh, yeah, uh, you know, skydiving kind of person is through my business because yes. business is f- fucking craziest adventure. Uh, well, I think marriage tops that, but <laughs> yes. and parenting, yes, parenting, <laughs> but <laughs> But otherwise, yeah. So in short, a really normal life. I drop off my kid at, uh, daycare. Then on my way home, sometimes I stop for a coffee and that feels luxurious. <laughs> <laughs> like such a, such like a, what's that word? Feels like the biggest treat kind of moment. Yeah. Totally. totally. That. Um, and, and then I come home and I work for a few hours and uh, hang out with my husband and, 
then I pick up my son from daycare and then play all afternoon. And then it's dinner and, and my husband helps out a lot with dinner and stuff. So it's not mm-hmm. like I do everything, but, um, uh, and then it's, yeah, playtime, eating time, uh, <laughs> resting time. And then, and then I go to bed and then I do it all over again. I think what's so interesting about what you said, and I think we kind of touched on this a little bit in one of our um, sessions, but like what a dramatic shift your life went through in many ways of like being so freedom seeking to almost going the opposite way where it's like so grounded, so stable, so routine, so much responsibility, right? (laughs) But I love that what you're saying here is that you found ways to incorporate that. So it didn't feel like you had to like fully leave that identity behind, but you're finding new ways to like bring it about. Um, and what you're doing, that's still like a huge shift to move through, right? Yeah, it's been massive. And especially after my son was born, uh, that was, it was crazy to be so needed and so, anchored and restricted and limited and uh you know uh like yeah it's been it's been a big i've gone through an identity crisis for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> um but it's it's really rewarding and i am you know in this process i've also seen how you know adventure is it adventure or is it running away is it like mm, yeah <laughs> Because there is an interesting tension between the two, right? So in being so anchored and um, tied down, when it mm-hmm. when, when I have a when I have a bad day, I feel like I'm tied down. <laughs> There's like anchored is a good day, tied down is a bad day. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, or or when it's a really bad day, it's imprisoned. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps going down the scale. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, And especially with the pandemic, fuck me, Mm. that was hard, right? So I think everyone, everyone felt that way. But um, no, but it's been really interesting to see who am I when I can't uh, express these parts of my identity and my my personality and strong characteristics. Who am I, and who am I becoming, and what is the groundwork I'm doing now? So to be, you know. I mean, you, it's, it's, it's the hard years when the kids are small and then something shifts. So, and the same with the business, it's like, I've yeah. done the really hard, like grueling groundwork and now, and that's why I called you in or called in the business yeah. coach at this point. Cause I was like, I've done the hard work. Now it's, now I can spread my wings a little bit again. And yeah. to understand the se- the seasons and the cycles of life and business, um, has been, has been rewarding and, and calming for my, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> imprisoned self. <laughs> totally. It feels like, I think when you're in something and anything, I'm, I'm not a parent, so I don't know, but I'm assuming it feels the same there. But when you're in something, it feels like you'll never get out of that season or that time. And then once you do, it feels like, oh, okay, I remember that that was temporary. And then what I'm in now is temporary. And it's like seeing it all as temporary versus when we're in it, it feels so final kind of right Mm. yeah yeah definitely I think business is like that so much we're like when we're in a season of business it feels like it's always going to be this hard or something and then it never is right (laughs) yeah and for me who who is you know really dedicated and find a lot of joy in learning and growing and uh, 
experimenting. One thing that I've been doing is like, oh, I am a shit cooker. Like, I'll learn to cook then. Like, mm. what what can I do here? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Very, very reluctantly, I've learned to cook. <laughs> but like, you're finding ways to have that like novelty and newness in, in other ways, basically. Mm. Yes. Trying to inject novelty and uh, a sense of choice as well in these yes. things. Mm-hmm. So to, um, yeah, to activate the, the, the qualities that, uh, that inspire motivation in me or that, uh, that activate motivation. I love that. Okay. So tell us what you're most excited about on this journey. Like if you think about podcast, coaching, next six months, all of the things, like what do you feel the most excitement toward? Um, Well, something that we've already set in motion, which is the mastermind. So I'm super excited about that. And the wait list is just ticking on. I think we're we're almost, yeah. Um, I'm really excited about that um, because that's been really a dream of mine for a long time. So already in just this short time you've you helped me clear the silly <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited roadblock. for you guys to listen to that to that one but yes it's so funny what our brains make as roadblocks right yeah so I think what I'm mostly excited about is with with your help identify and remove those roadblocks because yes. now it feels so easy and and um and it's going to happen and i'm excited to see what else is going to happen when um yeah with this support and this um relationship between you and i i love 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 that that was your answer because i feel like that's such a hard point to get to in our self development journeys where the excitement is about finding the thing and getting to shift it or fix it and i feel like you know, so often at the beginning of a lot of those journeys or even much further along into it, when we find the thing, we almost feel mad at ourselves. I shouldn't feel this. I shouldn't still have a block. I shouldn't have this issue. And it's just such fucking bullshit, right? And when you get so excited about finding those things and like uncovering them and getting to move past them, I think that's when it all gets fun and exciting. So I think that that is like such a perfect answer where it's like, Ooh, this is like yummy and exciting to find this instead of like, Oh no, something is bad here. Something has gone wrong. Right. Yeah. No, I am. I am all for it. Um, and, uh, yeah. And what else? Um, you could tell us what you're most freaked out about. Like, is there anything? I don't know if there even is, but feel free, feel free to say either way. But um, is there any part of it that is like freaking you out a little bit? Um, I think the well, maybe what what freaks me out sometimes is that vulnerability hangover. Like, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> like, did I actually share that? No, it's gonna. Is this going to be on the internet forever? And what if my client hears it? Or what if this person hears it? And that, so that freaks me out sometimes. Um, but in terms of my own like process and um, development, 
in the co- I mean, there are things that freak me out in business, yeah. like wasting mm-hmm. money on, <laughs> yeah. on things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, oh, well, it doesn't freak me out, but it, I mean, it doesn't feel great. Um, but no, I don't think, I don't think there's anything that really freaks me out. No. I think it's, it's almost like the, the like human-y piece of us is like, oh yeah, like it's freaky to be that vulnerable. But then this, uh, you know, like higher version of yourself is like, and that's what we're doing here. And that's so exciting. So it's like the tension of both, right? Yes. Yes, exactly. But freak, um, what freaks me out is maybe like, well, no, actually what freaks me out is how people like <laughs> I met someone when was it uh on a call well, I, I don't think it was in person I think it was on a call and someone that had been following me a long time she's like oh my god I'm finally meeting you in person <laughs> and like and you know and I think what freaks me out about this big expansion and the growth and how like I'm already convinced that my business is going to be so, so, so successful. So yeah. it's just, it's just a matter of time. But with that comes not idolization, but there's a kind of, I don't know, like the freak status of like, I love this person so much or like I, a I felt all kind of. Yeah. That to a certain degree freaks me out a little bit because, because again, I know that I'm so, I'm so full of shit and fault and errors and humanists. So it's like, please, please don't do that to me. Um, that freaks me out a little bit. So interesting. Yeah. I think that that, um, that's kind of the stuff that I think is going to be so helpful this season for everyone to hear, because that's kind of the stuff that most people feel as they're growing, but most people don't talk about. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that's, what's the magic of this to an extent, because I feel like everyone that grows past a certain level has that, like, wait, no, like, don't idolize me in that way or what's going on here or whatever. But it's just not the thing that we're seeing like business content put out about or things like that. So I think that that was a beautiful answer and just kind of goes to show why this is going to be so helpful and why it's such a gift to us that we're getting you at this time and at this growth point in your business and all of that, because I think you're going to bring so much transparency to like what some of those things actually look like, even like some of the money conversations we've already had and things like that, where it's like, that's the shit that happens that no one talks about. So I'll, I'll save that conversation because you guys will see it in a, in a session. But I do think that that's why this is so valuable and so important. Um, okay. So I'll just share a little bit of what kind of led us here and then feel free to interject, (laughs) um, any, anything that you want to add there. But, um, basically what happened is I had opened up a spot for one-on-one coaching. I had a, a certain amount of discovery calls open. Erica and I got on a discovery call together. Um, the more she, shared with me, the more I was thinking like, oh, you would be so good for the podcast. And so right on that discovery call, I was like, hey, let me just like pitch this out there to you. Is that at all something you're interested in? Like, we don't need to decide right now or whatever, but like, you know, what are you thinking? And I kind of imagined that you would probably be like, I don't know, like, let me think about it. And you were like, oh, it's so funny that you asked that because I've actually thought about that. And yes, I would do that. <laughs> um, So it just felt like so... um 
serendipitous to an extent. And then um, we kind of both decided, like, we both feel pretty good about this. Let's take about a week or something and think about it. Um, and then I, you sent me an email being like, yep, <laughs> thought about it. Feels good to me. It felt super good to me. Um, we did a coaching session together just to kind of like feel into that, feel that out. I loved that session um, and felt like there was, so I wish we had recorded that one actually. Um, <laughs> that was a swing and a miss on, on my part, but um yeah, it just felt so right the whole time. And I think you're someone that totally goes based on like, what is the feeling behind it? How does it feel in my body? All of that kind of stuff. And I know that was feeling really, really good for you and same for me. Um, but ultimately what I think is so exciting about this, um, in particular and why I think it felt so good, the, the whole process is because this is just bringing something totally different. Like we've certainly had, um, people on the podcast that weren't business coaches, but I think we haven't necessarily fully explored some of this other type of coaching work that's completely outside of even having to do with like a business or money or any of that stuff. Um, so I think it's so helpful for people to hear the behind the scenes of this. I think that I'd be really curious your thoughts on this, Erica, but I think that Sometimes it feels like you can only make money if you're doing business coaching or something. But my personal perspective on that is business coaches are just the ones that are loudest about that. Like my client that has like a health and fitness business or whatever, like she just like there's no real incentive for her to like share her numbers or brag about how many clients she's signed or whatever. So like she could still make a lot of money, but that conversation just isn't happening. And I think probably the same in the work you're doing, like not that you wouldn't share that. It just doesn't feel super relevant <laughs> to your audience. So I think people getting this look at it is super helpful. What is your thought on that? Absolutely right. And I think I even mentioned this on one of our, like when we had the money conversation that yeah, like, yeah, yeah. now that I'm making so much money, do I have to go and tell everyone? And I, no, I absolutely do not <laughs> want to do <laughs> Is that what a coach you does? Totally like, yeah, yeah. That's what all the business coaches do. And it makes sense because that of course drives <laughs> conversion, but like, I'm, I'm talking about my client's transformation and how their sexuality changes and their orgasms flow and their birthing, uh, you know, successes and all of that. And yes. it, it never, it never ever touches on the topic of how much money I'm making or pulling in yep. because it's completely irrelevant. In fact, I would just feel really like it, I know one. Uh, I know some people that do it, you know, and, and good for them. Like you absolutely get to celebrate your success, but that's not what my business is about. My business is not right. about my, mm -hmm. my financial success. It's not about my personal life. It's not about my sexuality or my sexiness. It's about sexuality uh, and sexual growth, expansion and, and birth empowerment and how much money I make is irrelevant for my yes. followers. <laughs> it's very relevant for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, totally. Very relevant in this container, right? For you. But I think that's just why this is so helpful because it's showing people like, yeah, you can still make that. It's just not the same conversation. So we think we're just hearing it from business coaches, but there's a reason we're just hearing it from yeah. business coaches. And I know from, you know, my peers in the sex coaching, uh, like niche industry that, yeah. 
they're making bank. Like, yep. you know, everything from multi seven figures, uh, to, you know, five, six, seven, whatever. And, uh, really expansive. It's a really expansive market. And if you can make money off of helping people how to have an orgasm, you can literally make money off of anything. I think there's a, in this modern day when, we outsource everything. Um, yes. <laughs> you can, and think of the and things that people make. when we have such make. limited capacity, right? Like I think that like you did so much research and self-experimentation and learning and all of that. Like we don't have the capacity to do that for ourselves. Like we need someone to shortcut that for us. Yeah. And if you think about the things that people make money off of today compared to like 30, 40 years ago, these <laughs> The jobs that people do today, like social media manager right. or whatever, like strategy this or stra- or the, you know delivery services to your home, like that was unheard of 40, 50 yep. years ago. So just because it hasn't happened before or no one is doing what you want to do, it doesn't mean that it can't be successful. Yes, so true. And I think also like just because you're not hearing the specifics of it doesn't mean it's not successful either. And I think that's so important too. So I think that that's such a gift you're going to give people this season is to see like, Oh, like, like someone can be super successful and not fucking shouting it from the rooftops. If it's not relevant to their business. Hello, here's what that looks like. So I think that's super cool. Another thing that I really think is so helpful about Um, having you on and you and I talked about this too, but it's almost like bringing this conversation to the podcast around sexuality and pleasure and things like that. Because I think when we're in business, sometimes we can get so like, "Mm, what's the word I'm looking for? Like just like one track minded where we get like almost so in our masculine energy with that, that we push all of that to the side and forget like how much we matter as like a whole (laughs) being and all of our experiences and our like own pleasure and things like that. So I'm just like excited for that to be kind of like an undercurrent um, and a reminder to everyone listening this season that like your own pleasure and your own experience and your own like holistic experience as a human is actually really fucking important. It's not just about how much money you're making. Again, although very fucking relevant, <laughs> it's not without having that undercurrent, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, I, you know, believe and have proof that pleasure is medicine and it's, it's the best medicine. It's the best anti-aging cream. It's the best. (laughs) You guys can't see Erica, but she has not a a single um, wrinkle on her face. So she is quite accurate with that. (laughs) I think that's genetics too. Um, yeah. but, and, and, uh, I don't, I don't care for the sun, but, um, I mean, I do, I love being, I love when it's warm, but I don't, I don't care for having a tan anyways. Yeah. Um, but it's not, it's, I guess it's what I'm, it's the best anti, it's the boat, it's the best youthfulness medicine and yeah. vitality medicine. And then you can be wrinkly and it's hot as fuck. Uh, it doesn't matter, uh, how you look, it's how you feel inside and sexuality and yourself, your self practice, your solo sexuality is the core of your sexual experience and almost your human experience, I would say. So, yeah. So good. Well, thank you so much for being here. I think this is going to be so exciting. I just know from the 
work that we've already done, it's going to be so, so, so useful to people. I think that you are going to kind of unlock a whole new layer um, <laughs> that you're bringing to literally. So I'm so grateful to you. Um, real quick, last thing, just tell everyone where they can follow you, find you, connect with you, all the things. Yeah, I have an Instagram account. It's really juicy and beautiful it and is. erotic so beautiful. and so inspiring. Um, I use it to turn myself on uh, often. <laughs> uh, it's Erica Alsborn. So uh, I'm sure you put it in the show notes. Yes, but, we will. Um, so just my name, Erica Alsborn. I have a free uh, Facebook group for women who want to talk about these things in a shameless and non-judgmental space with like-minded women. The Facebook group is called Pleasure Rebels uh, because it is a rebellious act yeah. to be uh, so like, deeply embodied in your sexuality or if that's not where you're at, but it's where you want to go. Oh, you disappeared. Uh, that's rebellious. And what else? Um yeah, website. I have some mm -hmm. website, ericaalsborn.com. And if you, uh, go there, you can sign up for my newsletter. It's also super inspiring, very thought provoking, uh, very educational. And there's a blog as well with all previous newsletters. So you can go there and just, uh, get your hands dirty kind of, um, <laughs> with all of those topics. And I have a monthly ecstatic, pleasure party we're rebranding it a little bit so it will be more like dance plus embodiment practices sensuality all of the things so you get get a taste of this medicine that i speak of and uh, start implementing it in your in your day-to-day -day life so uh if you sign up for my newsletter you'll be invited to that uh it runs once a month and uh yeah i think I think those are all the things. So good. <laughs> With the, the successful, successful strategy opt-ins. <laughs> <laughs> she got them, to, got them to all the places. Yeah. Um, beautiful. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I'm so excited for everyone to get to hear how this unfolds and so grateful to you for being part of it. So if you're listening, make sure to follow Erica, give her love and support, get to know her more and let her know how much we appreciate her doing this. So thank you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.